Welcome to this week's episode of Free Game All Game, where you lose nothing by listening to us. Yes, sir. So my name is YZ. And my name is AR. And today we'll start off this podcast with a segment we like to call World Talk. So in today's news, there has been a large public gathering in the municipality of Brampton. So as many of you guys know, the same place is also called Brown Town. And they were celebrating Diwali. And it went from inside a temple to going outside into parking lots, multiple parking lots. And I guess the Peel Region Police just, they weren't having it. They, they, they said that's a no-go. Logged it off. Yep, because the COVID numbers keep going up. So now they're saying that there's only a maximum capacity of 100 people outdoors, not indoors, outdoors. So with and brown people, you know, it's more than 100 people. <laughs> you definitely know it's more than 100 people. Well, facts, especially if it's on a holiday. This, this is their holiday, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. They, they, they must have known that this was going to happen. And I guess they took measures to, to, re, to reduce it or to help to bring the crowd down. What do you think? Yeah, I think, I think they thought that they can kind of get away with it because... You can't get away with more than... No, I think they thought they'll get away with it because maybe it was in their own city, like their own community. Yeah, their own, And they yeah. didn't think that no one, no one would bother them or you know snitch on them because technically if no one calls it in then nobody knows then nobody knows yeah. but the moment someone reports it then obviously you're gonna have you know officers yeah, well, knocking your door I'm pretty sure they had like a hundred Honda Civics pulling up with these loud mufflers <laughs> <laughs> disturbing the peace <laughs> pulling up to their Diwali function and you know you're gonna come in loud people are gonna know you guys are celebrating <laughs> It was, it was yesterday, by the way, on Saturday. Yeah. Diwali. I, I was in the park. I seen bare fireworks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I seen fireworks when I was driving last yeah. night. Too. I think it's um celebration of the light or uh, oh. something like with candles. Yeah. Celebration of candles and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty nice, but I'm pretty sure like it's very illuminating and everybody sees. Yeah, yeah. So there's no there's no hiding that. Yeah, facts. Uh, so another news. Um this is a this is weird news. Okay, weird news. So do you like coffee? Uh, not really. Okay, so maybe you might not be a fan of this, but there's something called cat poop coffee. No, no. <laughs> I'm definitely not a fan of that. Basically, basically what it is is that um, so these are for the, for the coffee f- enthusiasts, right? So what they do is they have they have these guys um, they have they, they they have these cats eat the coffees, the coffee beans, mm-hmm. and they wait for them to poo it out. And, and then, then they use that and, and they, they brew it. And they brew it, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. And apparently it's something that is uh, it is on the rise right now. What? People told them that there's minerals and other things like that in there? Well, there's... I, I, I don't know what they're, they're... I don't know what makes what it more tastier. What is the tastier. point of making it go through a cat? <laughs> what is the point of that? <laughs> take the coffee beans and brew it yourself. Yeah, like it says here, animal rights organizations are against this... The, I guess this whole so not, <laughs> I was gonna say it's like milking a cat now. You see, mil- with a cow, they milk it. <laughs> this one, they feed it coffee beans, <laughs> and they get their product out of it. Yeah, but apparently, it's it's common. It's very common in the Southeast Asian areas. Uh, of course. Yeah. So they they love this. Uh, they love this. Apparently, they they shouldn't call it coffee. Why? What is they should, What should they call it? Caffee. <laughs> That's good, uh, the yo. Idea. The idea? That's actually sick. Cappy. 
Might as well. Oh shit! Yeah, you shouldn't have said this because now someone's gonna. That's okay. This. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, so care about some shitty coffee. I, 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 I'd be willing to try this. Oh, you're disgusting. No, no, like you know, you, you see the way it's produced. They're telling you how it's produced, and you're willing to try it. There are a lot of things that are produced that we currently eat that if you knew, you would have stopped. And I don't know, and that's why I don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> this one, you know, and you want to go ahead and indulge. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, anyway, that's that, that's the the interesting news that I came across today. It's on it's on Toronto Sun. If you guys want to see it, it's uh, the heading is called "Cat Poop Coffee and Other Offbeat Offerings." So weird, <laughs> so so weird. All right, well, I guess with that out of the way now, let's get into the quote of the day. Our second segment we'd like to introduce. So the quote of today would be: "Make your anger so expensive that no one can afford it." And make your happiness so cheap that people can almost get it for free. So, Bars. what do you what do you think of that? I agree. I, sh- I, I, I in, in other ways, you should not invest. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't. You shouldn't allow your anger to to control to be controlling you. Yeah, yeah. you can't just let it out so quickly. Yeah, and the thing is, anger is an emotion that everybody has. Yeah, and everyone has to control their anger. Some have a short fuse. Yeah. Some don't. Mm-hmm. The people who don't have a short fuse are in more control of themselves. People who allow their anger to now get out so easily, it's like you're only causing yourself destruction for you and other people. But mm-hmm. if you make your anger so expensive, someone's trying to make you angry and you just don't get angry, that makes the person more angry than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and they're the demons in this in this situation, right? They're the demons that are trying to make you angry yeah. and you're not allowing it. So the demon just burns up. They get more and more angry. You smile in their face and you walk away. And that way you, you actually like keep control of yourself and your sanity. Yeah. And I think, I think it's, it's becoming more easier to get angry than it is to be happy. Yeah. It's starting to become that there's, there's a, Apparently, I forgot the quote, but there was something about there's more muscles it takes to, to frown than it is to smile. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, more people yeah. are like, you know? So, like, it's like, since it's easier, a lot of people just jump to that emotion. But technically, it's actually more draining. Imagine you're always angry. Like, it is, you know, yeah. It's just like, what's the point, man? You're yeah, just, yeah. You're just an angry dog everywhere you go. So Trust me, it's not, it's not a good life. happiness. Yeah, real shit. Real yeah. shit. Like, if you're really happy within yourself and for majority of the time and the people that you do come around tend to be happy you know or the people that you do come around even when they're mad if you're happy they're happy yeah it's healthier it's healthier yeah so but if you're angry or someone's trying to make you angry and you're angry now and then that person gets mad at you for being mad at them like that's a story with all of it you know when someone makes you mad you're always saying so some people always like to say um people like to get mad at my reaction when they don't look at what causes the reaction. Right, right. But that's just two angry people talking. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. But if if you let something, even though it does bother you, if you don't let it show, if you don't let your anger show, like yeah. that's the best possible thing you could do. And you can you can protect yourself from a lot of problems. Yeah. Just like like yesterday, like for example, yeah, the story telling me, yeah. I was telling him a story about like about so anyway, a guy that uh, basically got angry at what I did, but we, we both had our own opinions. So we're both angry yeah, at different yeah. things. Well, when he approached me and he came on an angry, on an angry, you know, on an angry front, yeah. 
I came to him on a laughing, like, you know, like yeah, joking with him. Yeah, man. like, yeah, this is not that face. serious. Yeah. Get out of my face type of thing. Right. And if I had re- reciprocated the yeah, same if anger, you were angry, he, it would have been a bang out. Yeah. Yeah. Instantly. See? Yeah, exactly. And the, the, and it's, when you control yourself, you're protecting yourself from a lot of problems. Yeah. And then that you later on realize that it's not worth it. Like, you know, what's the yeah, point of, you know? Me. Yeah. Trust me. So, yeah, that's a good quote. I like that quote. Well, without further ado, let's get into the topic of the day. So the topic today is called sacrifices. And I know a lot of people face uh, different sacrifices in their life or they have to make certain sacrifices in their life. Everybody has them. What we wanted to do is kind of relate that to business. And what are the sacrifices um, with the businesses that we started? And that's the the story that we can give you guys. So the early struggles with detailing. So I guess let's get into the first, the first instant thing that you have to, to do to, to start a business. You have to come with that idea. Mm -hmm. So with detailing, what would you say is a struggle with coming up with the idea and how we're going to operate and things like that? What would you say? So the, 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 the first challenging part is, once you have an idea, coming up with an idea is simple. Yeah. You're just, it's using your imagination. You, yeah. You either come up with a service yeah. or a product. A product. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very simple to say, oh, I want it to be like this, like this, like this. You know, it's very easy to talk. Right. Yeah. Manifesting it is the difficult part. Mm-hmm. Right. Because now you got to put it into action. Yeah. And then it's like, that's when, you know, you're kind of either less motivated or more motivated, depending on what it is. On how much work you got to put on, in. On how much work you got to put in. Because yeah. it's easier to, it's easy to dream. Easier said than done. Exactly. It's yeah. easier said than done. So, um, the idea that we had was basically from what we've, what we've seen. Yeah. From what we worked. From what we worked, right? We were just trying to read, like do what he was doing, but better. Yeah. That's basically what we, so we tried to, to, when we, when we entered that type of industry, we realized that. It's not as easy as we expected. As it looks, yeah. yeah as it looks, you know, it looks as easy. It looks easy because we were at, at, a, at a point in time the employees doing that, but now we were the basically we now were the, the managers. Yeah, yeah, we're the managers, right? We're, we're running the thing. So now it's like, oh, okay, now we see more of the behind the scenes. Yeah, that, you know, we weren't really exposed to in the beginning. So it's just basically trying to manage everything with six members, making sure that we're all on the same page. Yeah, um, dealing with clients. Yeah, the so stress. That's, that's another thing too, because people will come with an idea, but they won't know where to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not like you're just gonna make money out of nowhere. Yeah, you have to now offer your product or service to a client, mm-hmm. and that was something that you were actually pretty good at. Yeah, yeah. and you're offering the services to the people that you knew that were in the industry. Mm-hmm. So you did most of that groundwork, and it, it picked up, and it was good. It was good, but early on, it's like people have to know how to how to handle rejection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you let one rejection like determine the rest of your career in in business, then mm-hmm. you're not built for it. You'd rather go get a job. And the funny thing is, you probably get rejected more in interviews than you would, you would yeah, in, in business door. with clients. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So with with the business though, it's like when we are approaching um, clients. And the struggle with that, it's it's more or less like you got to take what's given to you. Mm-hmm. Whatever is given to you, you got to take and you have to sacrifice as much as you can. So one of the earlier jobs that we did was we had to remove like, so if any of you guys know um, any businesses that have vehicles, business vehicles, they put their decals on it. So whatever their business is called, they'll have like a sticker and they stick it on the car. 
Right. Our job at that time was to take it off. Right, right, right. And we had to go. And I remember this day because it was one of the first things we did. We went with like some little scrub thing, like yeah, to yeah. peel off the thing. Yeah. And we didn't really have much but our hands, literally. We only yeah. had our hands. Yeah. And that day it was cold. Yeah. And we were working outside. Yeah. Just to paint the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We we're outside and we got through with like one or two cars because this car was uh, like, this car was a headache because it had the website on the back. So we had to peel off and it wasn't just one sticker. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. individual, individual letters. Yeah. Individual together. letters. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was, it was hard, you know, but it wasn't impossible. Yeah. It, it wasn't the best money maker, but it was something to start with. Yeah. And it was funny because mid shift we went and got um, the decal eraser. Yeah, we got a little a eraser mobile, that yeah. has like a little drill or whatever. Yeah, yeah and it's like a drill attachment. Yeah, it was a drill attachment, and then we could use that like eraser to now take off the decal a lot easier than using our freaking nails. I remember my nails were coming off, bro. Yeah, the, the thing is, it was the very task sticky. itself, I would say, because once we eventually had the shop when we were doing it, it was much. I did the a whole lot car in like thirty forty minutes. Yeah, but at the time, because number one, you're outside, it's yeah. cold. Um, you don't have the, the heater, uh, what is the it heat called? Gun? The heat gun, yeah. right? Uh, and you don't have the decal eraser. So we don't have any materials. You don't have any material because, of the, condi- <laughs> yeah, because of the condition that you're working in, right? Yeah. So And we're, we're new to the business, yeah. right? So it's like, okay, we have to work with what we have. Mm-hmm. So at the time, we only had our fingers. So And on top of that, what made it worse is the letterings are small. Yeah. And because it's so cold, as you're peeling it, it rips. Yeah. So then you have to continue off from where it ripped and... And then try to yeah, again, know? but at the time that was that's all we had. That's the only work we had to do. So, so we had to we had to do it. We had to, to generate income. Yeah, because we were all you know we were all in. That's the struggle of like early on starting a business. Yeah, it, like the biggest struggle you'll have in the beginning is trying to generate that income for a business. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of research that you put into it because even that even at that time, remember I was telling you, I'm like, yo, there's no way that this is the way to do it. Like yeah. there has to be easier. Way. To be there's easier. no way there's people doing it this. It took us like three hours to figure it out. Yeah. We're like, yo, let's go to the store. <laughs> yeah. What is it? 25 minutes away? <laughs> and then we check and we're like <laughs> we check and it was like, I think it was like 10 bucks, 15 yeah, bucks. It wasn't even much, yeah. Yeah. And then we go get the eraser and it was Way faster. Oh my god! If we god, had it from the did, beginning of the shift, we probably would have finished more cars. Yeah, yeah, right. But it's, it's like it's the, it's the, that's the that's the lesson that we learned. Mm-hmm. Right, it's the failure. We we failed. We fail, yeah. And then we realized what we were doing wrong, and we did some research, and then we found out what works. And now we ended up using that technique plus some other techniques to be able to do that job so much more faster. So that anytime a job like that ever came to us, yeah. we knew exactly how to tackle that task. Exactly. So that sacrifice kind of builds the resilience, and then from there you you find ways to do the job a lot easier. So yeah. something that took us one car was an hour. Yeah. With that erase gun it, it or the eraser, yeah. it it was done in like 30 minutes, 25 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you go through those things just to kind of build yourself mm-hmm. and build the business. That's that's the key of it all, you know? Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. So after you kind of get into the business of it, you start dealing with clients, you go out and you work and you, you try to obviously find the most cost efficient ways to work. That's one of the struggles of having a successful business in the beginning. You have to kind of get whatever you can and then do it as efficiently as you can. So the business now gets paid. Mm -hmm. What would you say 
is one of the earlier earlier personal struggles okay earlier so, personal struggles yeah yeah so um i was working at the time i was working in zipcar yeah you were at so, another place yeah i was working at another uh, at another job and this was when i when i mentally decided that okay i'm gonna invest my full time into the company because it just because i was like the the like the client like i'm you're kind of clients, dealing clients yeah. yeah i'm getting calls like you know on my phone while i'm at work and every time i had to accept a call i had to go to like another room and stuff like yeah. that right so it didn't really make sense like it was very difficult to do both yeah because both i'm, I'm working and during the time during that same time the business is also operating in the background and i'm getting calls mm -hmm. right so it was hard to kind of do both so i made a like a, a, a conscious decision that hey i gotta choose one yeah and that's the only way that the company could really flourish is like when you, you have to put your full full effort your full, full effort. schedule yeah exactly like if you, if you divide it up the times that you're working at your personal job yeah. you could have been investing it in your company right so yeah i told uh, i told them you like you know I'm, I'm gonna you know i have to eventually leave whatever and that itself was a very difficult decision because it's it's easy to plan it in your head yeah. but then to actually say it and now it's determined like a what did i there was a letter of Letter of resign, resign. Two week notice. Yeah, the two week notice. But in this situation, it was a little bit longer because they were hiring more people to replace me. Mm -hmm. So I told them that I would stay back and like three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, yeah. I told them I'll stay back a month just so that I can train them so that when I leave, it's good. It, it's good. Like you're a you good know, guy. People, people yeah, don't do yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Because technically, and they said that they said you know you don't really have to do this, you know. But I'm like it's okay. Like I'm uh, I'm willing to do that. Like I'll, I'll train them so that when I leave, everyone's good. Yeah. So once I left. I remember the next day I woke up and I'm like, damn, like it's real. It's real. Like I don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> now now all I have is the company. Yeah. Right. So it was a lot of personal sacrifices that I had to make. I had to make sure that like, you know, like the spending habits is on all time low. Yeah. I can't fast. be spending the way I was spending. I had to make things stretch. Yeah. Right. Because you're working for the company. And even as when you're working for the company, the company is building itself so you can't take the money that the company is making at the same time yeah. right because then now you're preventing the company from growing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you have to let the company grow and then you also have to figure out a way to make to yourself maintain, yourself. maintain yeah, yeah. And, and, and grow slowly as and well grow, right yeah. with the company exactly so you're both at step one you and the company yeah you're and looking at eye yeah so at this point so literally. so that was personal sacrifices basically like for you know for a couple months i'm just like grinding it through trying to figure out ways that I, you know i can get around certain things yeah. and then uh obviously after a certain point like we were i remember we were working for free in the beginning right yeah we were, so we were like that was the ultimate hard part i yeah, think imagine. for real because yeah. like for you some for someone like you that had things to pay for and yeah. you left a job that was paying you paycheck to now come to a company where you kind of don't know the, the fate yeah we don't know the fate exactly we're just trying to wing it and mm -hmm. Early on in the beginning, one of the things we all agreed upon was to take half of minimum wage. Yeah. That it didn't last more than a month, but yeah. we we started off with doing that and it really did help the, the company. And then now that company helps us. Yeah, exactly. Because now we provide, now we still are able to work, but mm -hmm. obviously we don't work for that much. We work for minimum wage or a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, that was one of the hardest things to do Yeah, because how can you, in your mind, how can you tell yourself, I'm going to go work for less than minimum wage when I know I can get a job 
for more than minimum wage. Exactly. Exactly. Like that takes a different type of discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even you my know? mom was telling me, she was like, when I first left the car and it was like, like I think it was like two months in, she's like, Mir, why do you like, why don't you just go work? Like, you know, I think you're just putting go. too much stress on yourself. Like, are you sure? Like, you know, like this will work out. Yeah. And I told her, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then the third month, she's like, are you sure, Amir? Are you sure yeah. everything's working out? Do you, are you sure you don't want to go back and work? Why don't you just work at least part-time? I said, no, trust me. I believe in this. Yeah. And the thing me. is, it's like a mental, it's a mental strength because if you truly believe in the company, you are willing to sacrifice a lot of things. You, yeah, exactly. Not everything, right? Yeah. But if you are yourself, if you yourself is not fully committed, if you, if you believe that this might not work or whatever, you have those doubts, don't don't uh, don't do it because the doubts do spill into the business. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, yeah. And on top of that, then when when people like my mom was doing this out of like out of, out of just concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah concern, she was concerned for you, right? But there, if you hear that from a whole bunch of people that hey, you know what I mean? Like, are you sure this is gonna work out? Like, why aren't you just you know like do this? And then that puts a lot of doubt into you what you're hearing, exactly. right? So then, if you're the type of person where you also have doubts and their doubts is now. Just it's real. It's just making you more ha- have more doubts. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna quit much quicker. Yeah, right. And, and then, then that's when it you won't know, last. It yeah, won't last. The business fails. Yeah, exactly. Point. Or you, you personally would just say, "Yo, I'm out," or, or whatever. You know what I mean? So you have to be fully, fully committed. Fully committed. Yeah. So that when other people, out of care or out of just their own fear, sometimes they they, they reflect their own fear onto on others. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So just because they can't do it, they assume that you can't do it either. Yeah. So if you, if you're able to have a strong mental strength and you truly believe that this will work, then there's no stopping you. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like one of the good things that helped was when we, we all agreed on it. We all, all six of us agreed to, yes, we're going half of minimum wage. Yeah. Like we all bought into the plan of, okay, we're going to work and the business is going to eat and succeed over us. Yes. That was a sacrifice that we all decided to make. And it was a sacrifice that it paid off because that business that we started was now able to actually branch off and help another business grow. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you kind of look back at it. Like if maybe we didn't do that, or maybe we were more selfish, mm-hmm. maybe we wanted to take more of the money first, mm-hmm. then that's where it's kind of like, you, you don't have your priorities in check. Yeah, yeah, you, know? yeah, yeah. you have to be able to make that sacrifice for the business. If you want that business to succeed, because mm-hmm. that's the business that's now going to carry you for the rest of your life. Exactly. And right? just a side note that, mm-hmm. that you, the, the, the business partners that you have, this is just going forward for anyone who's going to start a new business. If you're going to have business partners, you have to ensure that um, they're uh, they're on the same mindset as you, because it'll only make it more challenging and more complicated. If they're not, if they're if they're trying to take money quick, yeah. and the other half or or one or two per people are trying to keep it invested, keep, keep investing. Right, exactly. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you got to lay out the option. You got to lay out the possibilities from the jump. From the jump, yeah. So then that way, everyone is aware that, okay, if we do and when we do make money, majority of the money, if not all, will remain in the company yeah. in order for you guys to be able to do certain to things. Do so you're reinvesting in the business. That's mm-hmm. the number one, that's like, the number that's one, number one thing. thing you have to do. Yeah. You can't be taking yeah. everything out. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So I guess I could get into some of my personal sacrifices weren't, we're in that much. I would say this though. It's it's more more time than money. Mm-hmm. You sacrifice a lot of time. Like early on, like when we we're in the beginning process of starting the detailing business, just to kind of have an idea of how it was gonna run, 
on my end and one of my friends, we wanted to kind of create like a little portfolio and things like that. And to try to work with everybody's schedule because there's a team of six people, right? So to try to work with everyone's schedule to now get together, to now make that plan, it it's hard. It's very hard because everyone has their own life. Yeah. So that's where I found myself trying to do do more work in the beginning just so that when people when our when the business partners do see it and everyone is on board it's it's good because i i came to them with that idea you know i mm-hmm. came to you guys with the whole plan like okay this is what we're going to do do you guys want to change this 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 and when you do that the other people the other partners now actually add extra things to the portfolio that i made initially yeah, and yeah. from there we kind of just grew but in the beginning process of just making the whole game plan of it, it was, it was, it was hard, you know? And Mm -hmm. that was a sacrifice that took time for me. Um, Because you were doing it alone at that time. I was, yeah, technically, yeah, practically I was, yeah. Yeah, because everyone else was still at their regular jobs, like working. Everyone was still working, yeah. Yeah. And so I think once we, once we actually got it going and, Everyone was bought. I remember when you left your job, that's when I knew, okay, you're bought in for sure. Yeah. And I guess like two, three months later, we had one of our partners make us um, like a questionnaire sheet, like three, four questions, like what's short-term goals, long-term goals, what do you see for the company? And nobody wrote their names on top. It was and anonymous, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was all anonymous. It was, yeah, it was a really good exercise to kind of, you kind of see where everybody's brain is at. And it's, it's a really good team building exercise yeah. where you now know the partners, you know what they're actually feeling. Mm-hmm. So little things like that to me kind of showed that, okay, everyone's bought in mm-hmm. and the work that I did do in the beginning wasn't for nothing. Mm-hmm. The money that I put in wasn't for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like these things that I'm doing, even though they take time, they weren't for nothing. Cause mm-hmm. now when you look back at it, it's like, I'm happy I did that, you know? Yeah. And so along with sacrificing time, it's also again, sacrificing the money and allowing the business to grow. And then once you allow the business to grow and you keep working, you you start to see that, okay, like when you start to get checks, that's when it starts to make sense to you. But in the yeah. beginning, when you're not seeing checks, like we weren't seeing checks for like three, oh, four months. Yeah, Even yeah, yeah. We were getting one-off checks, but other than that, like yeah. we weren't seeing consistent checks for like six, seven months. Even, and, and that's just simply because like, first of all, if there's no work, if there's no work to be done, you're definitely yeah, not getting paid. You're not getting nothing, yeah. And then when, you, when there is work to be done, we're either trying to minimize ourselves. We're trying to minimize our costs as much as possible, so we yeah. can be more, more in, in, in the, the company. business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So exactly. So it's 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 financial sacrifices on both ends. It's yeah, exactly yeah. for personal and for the business. So now I feel like this is a segue where we said that our initial business now helped invest for another business, and so that's where I'd like to get into logistics and deliveries. So what would you say some of the early struggles with? when we started the logistics business was like, what were the sacrifices that you had to do for the delivery business? Uh, well, for the logistics, man, it was because it was an industry that we did not, we didn't plan it. Yeah. We, we didn't plan. We did not for, plan to enter this type of industry. Yeah. yeah. It was something that was just uh, brought to our attention and something that we took advantage of. We took an opportunity, but um, when we, when we did get into that business, it was more of like how, like we realized that there's so much moving components that's- Yeah, it has to be so organized. Yeah, it has to be efficient. 
Yeah. Because efficiency is extremely, extremely important, important. in logistics. Yeah. Without efficiency, there's no logistics. There's no, <laughs> there's no money. You're not yeah. anything. So it was like we started to realize how like how important it is to make to plan everything ahead. So when it came to like getting drivers yeah. and and making sure that those drivers are able to carry out the tasks, because mm-hmm. you think deliveries is simple, and for the most part, it, it might is. seem simple. Yeah. There is some things that you also have to keep in mind that also occurs. You that pop-up, yeah. Yeah, pop-ups, right? That you need to, you need pro- where problem solving occurs, right? Mm-hmm. And it needs to be very, ti- uh, like, it needs to be, uh, like, you need to be there on time. Because yeah. the moment that you're late, just because you're five minutes late doesn't mean you're going to be five minutes delayed. Five minutes late in the beginning could tr- could eventually could trickle down. Could trickle down and you could be at the end, like, half an hour. Minutes, yeah. yeah 15, 15 minutes, whatever the case is. So... It was finding drivers. It was making sure that everyone came on time. It was dealing with drivers that last minute wasn't able to make it for whatever reason. Yeah. You know? And then trying to backfill that because there were so many. I hated, I hated Mondays. Yeah. Because Mondays was one of the delivery days. Busiest. I hated it because in the beginning, there would be like two drivers or one driver that will that won't Just be able to make cancel, it yeah. cancel last minute, right? And then it's one of those things you, where like someone's forced to step in. Yeah, but like at that time we were so we were so in the beginning that we didn't have a, a influx of drivers to to reach out to. to. Yeah. So we had nobody, and it's eight a.m. in the morning. We just to pack ourselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now, yeah, exactly. So now you're putting in, you put in an extra burden on the on the drivers, uh, on the that drivers uh, yeah. lists. So that was a, a mental mentally it wears you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because by the end of literally with it by the end of the day i would have a massive migraine <sighs> yeah literally <laughs> it would just be a massive migraine and then it was even like like figuring out what platform to use for the delivery yeah because we had app. to do all of the back end stuff and then on top of that we had to deal with putting the men on the ground yeah, or yeah, putting yeah. the woman whatever the drivers yeah so in the midst of doing all of that it was it was a very big headache, you know. For me, I would say kind of it, it was yeah finding drivers, but also in the beginning, if there isn't a good team of drivers and you guys are left short and all the bags still have to get out, then it's like everybody is given more of a burden. Yeah. And that that I think the one day I remembered is like I asked my bro to work, and he said yeah, but he said he wasn't done. I think he was either working or he had something to do and he wasn't done until about like six or something. The window was like from four to nine. Mm-hmm. So I had to meet him in the middle of my run. So I packed <laughs> my car, 20, 20 deliveries. I packed my car with his 20 deliveries. Yeah. I started a few of mine and then he met me at one of my deliveries and then I gave him his bags and then he had to go. And then I had to finish my deliveries. I remember that day specifically, I think everybody finished at like... Like 10, 10 30, oh. like that one shit show day. Like it was horrible. And that was the real day that we just said, yo, like this has to, no, this kind this of thing has to change. Yeah. Because yeah. like, clients are getting angry at yeah, this point. Yeah. Because the customers are here receiving their food late and it just looks bad. Yeah. We're unorganized. We're stressing ourselves out. We think by the end of the day, okay, bless, we got all the deliveries out, but it wasn't good enough because yeah. all of them were late. Yeah. Or like half of them were late. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it gets to a point where you're so, you're so crammed up that mm-hmm. it, even though you finish the delivery, it's still stressful, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because you you, you deal with the after effects of... Yeah, um, you deal with the aftermath. Because yeah. now it's like, okay, this was late, this was late, this was late. Okay, you got to do this. This one has to be re-delivered tomorrow. This one has to go next week or whatever. Like, you know, just a bunch of, a bunch of things that dealing with on the back end, 
you don't want to also deal with finding drivers and doing the deliveries yourself mm-hmm. and dealing with that stress. Yeah. It's too much to juggle, right, especially right. when we didn't have a big enough driving pool. We didn't have yeah. an, a big enough team. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was one of the early on struggles. Luckily for us, we got very, very organized, you know, quickly, very quickly. Yeah. So because with detailing, it's like you don't need to be that organized. You just got to got to work when the car is there. When we had our shop, we we're able to do things out of the shop. We we're able to do a lot of things. And it's more monthly, mm-hmm. you know, monthly base. Deliveries is weekly base. Yeah. So that already we had to be what? Times four more efficient. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And we had to kind of readjust our approach. Yeah. And in doing that and getting organized with logistics, we also got organized in detailing. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it kind of helped on both ends. Mm-hmm. But that was like the early, the early struggles. And then once we started actually like trying to get people to come and do deliveries and now we have multiple drivers, it's kind of like, it's a little bit easier on us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, yeah. Cause I, I, we started to get more solid drivers, drivers that were working with us from the jump became much better. They started to get more hang with the process. Yeah. A lot of the drivers started to remain in the areas that they're usually yeah, comfortable they like with the delivering. Com- yeah, the comfort yeah. areas. Customers starting to be more comfortable with the drivers that they're that, with the drivers because mm-hmm. it's the familiar face, right? So yeah. then it became more and more and more and more smooth. easier. Yeah. yeah. Way more smoother. But it was just that beginning that the was beginning is always hectic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a high influx. It's like it's like a high, it's it's a high rate of deliveries that needs to be done within a shorter period of time. Mm-hmm. And you're dealing with multiple drivers, right? So there's like a lot of a lot of things going on there's a lot of what ifs uh-huh yeah so that, that, that that's what yeah. made it complicated but see the thing is something that i just wanted to bring up was because of the fact that we were able to leave majority of the money in the company when we had the detailing yeah right we were able to immediately jump onto the logistics opportunity yeah. because we had funds there exactly. that was available for us that we were able to use and invest in for this for the second company exactly so that's something to keep in mind because you might think like hey like me having What's the point of reinvesting into my company if, you know, like we don't plan on anything, right? Because exactly. like, some people would be like, hey, we don't, we don't, we're not planning on getting this. We're not planning on getting that. So why don't we just take the money out and use it yeah. for ourselves? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is, you don't know what opportunity might knock on your door. Yeah. And for most part, every opportunity requires some requires form of money. Yeah, yeah. Some form of money, right? So if you have that, you could take advantage. If you don't exactly. have the money, you're going to wish that you did have the money in order for you to yeah, take advantage. And you're going to just regret it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause you still have, you still have the expenses of paying out workers and stuff like that. So after all that, you need, still need to have a little bit of money sitting that you'd be able to use to either re- to, 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 to fund to, it. Yeah. To fund something else or to, to buy new equipment or whatever, yeah, buy trucks or whatever yeah. the cases. So, okay. That is something that I, that's something I, that I just wanted to bring up the the importance of reinvesting into your own company. A hundred percent. So what would you say was, I guess, so now moving from the business of struggles, what would you say was some of your personal sacrifices you made when we started uh, logistics deliveries? Uh, personal struggles, I would say, well, I had to start started to pull myself away from the detailing, detailing side detailing and then to come in and, and rescue help. yeah logistics because we <laughs> needed a rescue mission <laughs> yeah we needed all hands on deck so i would say that's one thing um at the time 
because we were new with the logistics, we we were manually writing the jobs. Well, I was manually writing the jobs and by to hand organize it, and yeah. organizing it in order and then take a picture and then send that to the driver so that the drivers have see the this, order. Yeah, the yeah. order in which they are going to go in because we wanted we were at that time we were routing every single every driver. single driver. Yeah. And we were routing it by hand. So I would literally I think we were using the. Yeah, we were looking it off the map. We'd upload mm-hmm. the jobs on the map and then we'd write the name. We would write the jobs by name and route it with our hands. So that was very, very annoying because there's eight drivers, nine drivers, and they all have like 20 deliveries, 23 deliveries. Yeah. So 23, you know, 23 jobs, 23 names times that's nine. That's a lot. Yeah, no, it's, it's so a bunch of- that, that was extremely annoying. So that's one of the sacrifices that I had to take. Um, number two... It was like the whole, I, would, I was dispatching. So yeah. I'd be at home. I won't be able to do nothing because at that time there was a lot of like mistakes that were occurring. A lot of customers yeah. calling in asking where their deliveries are and stuff and like you that. You had to do the back end stuff. And I had to do the back end. I'm the middleman, right? So I'm, yeah. I'm taking the customer's reports and then now I'm forwarding it to, you know, the, the, owners. the owner, the client, or the client will be reaching out to me because a customer contacted them the, and then yeah. I'm contacting the driver, you know? Yeah, so, so it's, it's a, a lot, lot of back and forth. A lot of back and forth. And you, as that is extremely hard to do while you're doing deliveries. Yeah. That was the issue that we were facing in the beginning. Some right. of the guys that were doing like the dispatching yeah. were on the road and while then still doing that trying to do it yeah. yeah and that's where you kind of start to see like bro this thing has to get organized because yeah. you can't keep going like this because yeah, it's not worth it now like you can be facing a problem on management end but now your deliveries might be late mm-hmm. so it's like to, to mix the two and to have no options is like yo you're setting yourself up for failure yeah so that's where we had to change the program we had to completely kind of move things around, put people in place in the right places. Yeah. And I feel like that was like the readjustment of, of when you start a business to now to kind of get it to run is the next hard thing to do. Once yeah, yeah. you get into the business, once you have your clients, it's the whole, it's the readjustment phase of trying to master it yeah. because that's what we're trying to do at the end of the day. Right. Right trying to master the operation so that it can run as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And that takes a lot of sacrifice in the beginning, you know, personal sacrifices on my end, it wasn't for the logistics business. It was more just taking on the, the, the worst routes, you know, Oh, right. Like that's right, what we right, had right. to do for the most part. We, cause we couldn't give the people that were coming to help us or the people that were coming and working with us, we couldn't give them a route that they didn't want to do or else they just wouldn't come to work. Yeah. Yeah. We had no option. We were, we had to work. Those difficult, like out of the way, yeah, like long super drives, out of the way, yeah. long drives, abuse on gas and just, <laughs> it was too much. It was killing your car at 200, 300 kilometers. I remember I was driving a lot back then, yeah, yeah. but it was all for a purpose right and so it wasn't too bad so with logistics it was more just carrying on the heavy load yeah that's that's all the sacrifice on on my part was once we really got organized it the sacrifices kind of became equal on everyone where it's like now it's not too much of a burden on one One person's shoulder yeah Right, right, right right so that was something that was really good okay so this is something that we we wanted to tie together so personal sacrifices and for the business sacrifices and it's like they 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 have to work hand in hand if you don't make them work hand in hand then it's kind of one is gonna sink faster than the other so that that brings me to the point of are you able to start a business if you yourself are not financially stable Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I, like I, I don't think people can do that because yeah. if you're not financially stable, the second your business starts to, to make money, you're gonna want to take out more, exactly. and you're gonna want to pay yourself more as a worker. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case with mm-hmm. a business. You have to let that foundation rise for the business, so you can now actually receive residual income and over a long period of time. Right. If you don't let your business build because your personal finances are shitty and you need money at that time, then you're not fit to run a business because that business won't be able to run. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, I think about it like this. So when you go to the bank and you take out a business credit card or like you sign up for a business account and you get a credit card for the business, they pull your personal credit because they want to know like, because obviously the business has no credit. It's a new right. business account, right, 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 but right, they right. need to see the people who's running it. Mm-hmm. The people who are dealing with the finances of the, of the business. Mm-hmm. If that person has shitty credit, yeah. They're going to give you a low credit amount. That's because they know that you're you're kind of shitty with your money or you're shitty with paying back. Mm-hmm. So thinking about that, it ties me in with like, if you really do want to start a business, get financially, like financially literate and you have to just strap on your boots and just go to work and sacrifice everything for the business. So at the same time, you don't have to look to the company to now take out money. Right, right, right. Because the personal sacrifices that we all made in our business is Mm -hmm. the reason why we're here today, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. And if we hadn't done that, I'm not going to say we wouldn't be where we are, but we wouldn't have grown this fast. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. Because the funds would have been taken out in our personal and then we would be spending it on whatever else we would spend it on. Yeah. But right now it's like, we're able to make those sacrifices for ourselves and for the business. And now the business is succeeding and now we'll forever have the job to work. Yeah. And so it's like, we established that foundation for our business through the sacrifices we made because we were, we were good financially, mm-hmm. you know? And then we are able to make sure that the business comes before ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that is something that's key to 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 running a business successfully yeah just something just something to add because i know there's probably like maybe a few if not a lot listeners um that probably have ideas that are just they're sitting on Mm -hmm. right and it's like they just don't know when 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 they should strike yeah because they you know when you have an idea that you're just sitting on but then you're you're also comfortable with the way yeah you're Mm -hmm. just comfortable with the way things are going right now you have a job and whatever and it's just it's that hard it's it's hard. You know how hard it's going to be for that transition point of leaving yeah. your job to now, you know, starting a business. Starting a business, right? So you don't make money in a business in the beginning. Exactly, right? So you need to number one. That I think is clear. They, yeah. they I think it's that, that's pretty clear, which is why it's making the transition that hard because yeah. it's like I'm leaving something where I am getting paid to something where yeah, it's something that I want to build, but at the same time. I'm not getting paid. You're not going to get paid. Yeah. yeah, it's volunteer. Exactly. So the, to simplify it, I'll just put it into two scenarios. So there's going to be the ones that are um, where they, where you're living with your parents and you don't have as much expenses. For, yeah. And then the one where you you're are, moved out. you're moved out and you have other expenses that you, you have, right? Mm-hmm. So for the ones that where you are uh, living with your parents and you yeah. don't have an idea that you want to execute, that now is the time. That's the perfect time. That's the perfect that time because perfect you can time. make more sacrifices. You can play dumb. It's yeah. just play play smart. Like it's like it's like it's like <laughs> if you have a business idea, like don't be you're 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 playing you're do you're being I don't want to say dumb, but you're being foolish with Ten your money. Yeah. If you're just if you're just paying spending spending right yeah. rather than spending, 
if you if you try if you're trying to have business ideas and you're trying to execute those business ideas and they fail, that's yeah. not really being foolish. That's right? not. It's just learning your lesson. It's just a, it's just a price tag that it's you have price to pay. To pay yeah, yeah, exactly. But you spending your money that is foolish. That is right? foolish because so, all you get is a receipt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah that's it. You don't have nothing. There's no benefit to it. Right. So now is the time for you to t- attack. So you have nothing to lose. Yeah. There. If you have a lot of again from the last episodes, if you have a lot of liabilities, right, where you when you're when you're living with your parents. That's the time where you can start trimming down your liabilities so that you can withstand where, depending on the savings that you have, you can last however many months. And then in you order for you, Yeah, in order start. for you to start your business. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's a sacrifice. It's a yeah. sacrifice. That's a sacrifice you have to make. You mm-hmm. cannot, there is, unless you have inherited money. Yeah. Or unless you somehow fell on money randomly, money fell on your lap. There's yeah. no way that you can just naturally start a business and not have any sacrifices. There will be some form of sacrifice. There has to be. There has to be. Their time, money, something. Yeah. Right. So, and then for the other scenario, so for the people that are moved out and that have business opp- business ideas or business minds that want to execute, but they are afraid to because they have so they much have responsibility. They have a lot of expenses, yeah. I was in your shoes and I'm telling you it is harder, but it still can be done. Exactly. Right. You cannot give yourself an excuse and say, oh, you know, I have my idea, but because of the situation that I'm in right now, I uh, you know, that's why yeah. I can't do it. Don't give yourself an excuse. Yeah. There's, there's a way if I can do it. There's multiple people that Trust have done me. it even way more, yeah. you know, and in way more complicated scenarios. Yeah. And what I like, what you said is that it was actually like those two scenarios is me and you. you yeah, know? Exa- yeah, exactly. You that's know? one example. Yeah. So, and the, and the one thing that people might not grasp onto quick, and it might be because of their ego or their pride or anything like that, is that we were able to actually make those sacrifices because we had such a big team. We had yeah. a team of six. Even joining a business of a team of six is a sacrifice in itself. Right. We're now saying, okay, we're going to take less of the cut. Right. Because if you had four guys, that's more. You get more of the cut. You get twenty five percent. But if you have six guys on the team, yeah. that's more. That's less you're getting. Yeah. But that's more that you can do. Exactly. You know, yeah. the, the the work is spread out evenly. So now the sacrifices that you have to make aren't such a heavy burden on your personal life. Exactly. And exactly. so now it could fall onto me or it could fall onto the other guys. Yeah. And so that is also another sacrifice that people have to be willing to do. People aren't willing to do that. You know, to work together with others. Yeah. If there's somebody that is of value simply of value and you just don't like that person for the most part people will not go and do business with them yeah when they don't realize that okay let me try to squash whatever was between us and for the business sake let me try to now fix up yeah and let's see what we can make out of this Mm -hmm. and from there you can now have multiple business partners and not all the burden falls onto you so now the sacrifices that you make don't have to be forever or they don't have to be so heavy that it makes you fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I feel like that's a sacrifice that people must think about the business partners that you make and how many. Yeah. Because people just think, okay, it's the money. The more partners I have, the less money I have. Yeah. No, that's not the case. <laughs> that's not, yeah, that's not definitely case. not the case. <laughs> the more partners you have, the more you'll probably be able to do so and the more, more money you'll probably be able to yeah. take out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so people are just, you know, you, you, you just have to think logically. Mm-hmm. And you cannot be selfish for a second. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you are, it has to be selfish for the business. Yeah, because everyone is right here. Way. Yeah, it's the right way. Yeah. you have to put the business first. Everyone that is at your table mm-hmm. is going to put the business first. And if you're not, then you don't deserve a seat at the table. Exactly. And for the most part, you'll find a lot of people that want to put the business first. So it's not hard to find business partners that are willing to work with you. Mm-hmm. It's just about you know getting yourself in that networking and 
now finding those those people that are willing to make equal amount of sacrifice as you like you know in the beginning i was saying that i felt like not everyone was trying to make the same sacrifices as exactly. me. yeah and like in my head mentally it did it did take a little bit of a toll because i'm like bro these guys are not working as hard as me mm-hmm. yet everyone gets equal amount mm-hmm. and that is like that right there is the devil mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. if i let that spew out Mm-hmm. into my business partners and now something tragic happened then the business would have failed from the jump before it even started right right but i just humbled myself i kept my ideas in my head and i put everything i possibly could on paper and then i brought it to them i brought it to you guys mm-hmm. and then that's where everyone started to add on mm-hmm. so that's where i started to feel okay these guys are more they, they're willing to put a little bit more forth into mm-hmm. the business and mm-hmm. then that's where i said okay the sacrifices are are being made by everyone but everyone has a different level of sacrifice. Yes. You just, you just have to see what it is. Exactly. You know, you can't just assume nobody is not sacrificing. sacrificing yeah. You, you don't know? know what's behind exactly. those doors. There's a lot going on yeah. with, with everybody. You know, just just in general, humans uh, in general, mm-hmm. everyone, ha- everybody walks a different path of life. For me, it was like, I was more the type to keep my mouth shut about certain things and just do it. Mm-hmm. So that alone shows you that there are different types of sacrifices. Some people do it and then it's too much of a burden. Right. And at the end of the day, we don't want the the burden to fall on one person. Yeah. So it was good that they brought it up because now we put everybody at the table uh, to attention. So address like, the issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You now communication is key. Communication is very key. Yeah. So even with sacrifices, you have to communicate. Like, you know, you have to have a team building spirit. Yeah, to yeah. kind of now build that business and if everyone's on the same page it goes it goes perfect you know perfectly fine yeah so with that being said with all of that being said actually what would you say the best sacrifice you made was oh leaving my job yeah 110 percent. i was actually having a conversation a couple months ago some guy came to me and he asked me he's like hey man would you ever want to work this job and he told me, he's like, like, I'm like, oh, no, not really. He's like, but, you know, they get paid $100,000 a year. He told mm-hmm. me, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, that's good. That's good money. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know it is. That's it is good money. He's like, so you still wouldn't do it. And like, like you can, you can even make upwards of that. If you're working overtime, you can make $140,000, $130,000 a month. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, no, that's good. He's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't sacrifice that. And I'm like, to be honest with you, the best decision I ever made which at the time I didn't know for sure if it was the best decision I ever made was leaving my leaving my job only because after I left my job there's so much there's so much more things that I learned there's so much yeah. more things I learned about myself mm-hmm. a lot more things that I'm learning in the business world right and on top of that if you're just talking about finances on its own yeah oh you learned the make, whole game of finances yeah I, I, I can make more see the thing is with $100,000 you, you're only you're, you're restricted only capped, to that you're restricted yeah. to that mm-hmm. but as if I'm working for myself if I'm working in a company where I can where I have the complete control almost to this, to be able to make even more than that yeah if I want to right so it's like it's you either choose $100,000 or $140,000 but so you're working overtime yeah. max cap mm-hmm. or an who knows how much you can make. Like, exactly. literally, uh, limit and is imp- one like, thing that I wanted to add to that is that like with the $100,000 job that the guy was asking you about, like the schedule of it is what is diminishing. 
That's yeah. the problem of it all. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. the schedule does not allow you to do other things in your free time. At least when you're in a business, in the beginning, you're definitely not making a hundred k. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. you're gonna make some a little bit of money. Yeah. You have a beautiful, flexible schedule. Yeah, where you're able to now maximize those different hours that you have. So now, even when you're making your humble, you know, you're you're making your money and you're letting it build, you still have enough time to now invest it in somewhere else. You could go get a part time. Or you can now invest your money, play the stocks. You know, you have the time to sit down, look at a computer. Like you have the time to do a lot more other things than if you were to work that 100K job. And then with the extra time that you have and with the flexible schedule, within that 10 years, you'll make more than 100K. Yeah, way more. But with that set job, you're making that much yeah. for pretty practically the rest of your life. Yeah. And you're working that schedule. That's, that's the part that's really like, because the schedule part of it all one, it doesn't give you the time to look at anything else. That is the problem. And then two, it has a cap. Mm-hmm. You only get an annual raise of whatever they believe your value is, and that's it. Yeah. So those two points alone is what restricts people of passing a certain limit. Exactly. And then they put it, they created a ceiling for you, basically. Yeah, they, they create a ceiling for you, and you're comfortable with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And to me, it's, I'd rather, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah. That's why. So I told him, I said, absolutely, man. I said, no way. Mm-hmm. He's like, really? I was like, yeah, man, there's no way that I would, I, like, I would never, even if a guy knocked on my door and said, here, I will give you a hundred thousand dollar job yeah. work for me. I would say, absolutely not. This doesn't make sense because I'm looking at the long-term goal. Yeah. You're telling me this. Yeah. I can make a hundred thousand dollars. And to a lot of people that seems appealing. It seems really nice. But if you, if you see a vision that has, that can where you can make that's nothing that's nothing, nothing to yeah, you, yeah right then you you have a good mindset mm-hmm. and you that means that what you have you truly believe in mm-hmm. so and that's that, that's that, that's for the people that are right now that are currently working right now and that you guys have business ideas where you guys want to execute something you guys you guys might think that you are that it's impossible to do or whatever or whatever excuse that you guys are telling yourselves or what other people are telling you i'm telling you it's not it's not it's as complicated not. as you might make it seem yeah yeah that early what's what's your thing what's what, the, the, best, like, the best, best sacrifice yeah. i don't know to be yeah. honest it's to me it's like it's just a lot of my time i i put a lot of my time into deliveries and car cleaning like mm-hmm. these businesses that we have mm-hmm. i'll put the rest of my life into it you know mm-hmm. so that's kind of the sacrifice that i i like to put in because yeah. I know what's coming out yeah. at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's probably, I would say my time. Because I, I can't say a specific instance. Mm-hmm. Remember, both of my jobs <laughs> laid me off. <laughs> so those are blessings. Those aren't even sacrifices. Those are blessings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with, yeah, just, just the time. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's a lot of time too. Because now we're like two years in. Yeah. You know, we're going on year three. And it's like, it feels like just like just a month ago, we opened the first company. Yeah, I know. Yeah, time. The way time, time just yeah. goes. Yeah. And the world doesn't stop for nobody. You know, one of the best things that someone that, that I read was that everyone has the same 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And so that if there are entrepreneurs in the world, why can't you be one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. it, yeah. it's like we all have the same 24 hours. We have the same time. Yeah. We same have, time. Yeah same time it's just what you do with it and i don't like hearing when people say oh yeah yeah we might have the same time but we don't have the same equal amount of like opportunities no. and stuff like, yeah yeah that might be path. true but yeah. you know what i mean like that just like 
But people soak in it. That's the problem. Yeah, don't my, soak in it. Yeah, in my opinion, like even though people don't have equal opportunities, that that should give you like more motivation. More motivation. That shouldn't yeah. that shouldn't deteriorate your your, your your motivation and say uh, like you know therefore I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. want to do that. Like I'm because, in like, this situation. Look at, look at our start. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. we weren't. We didn't come from business oriented families. families. Exactly. We didn't come from any of that. We yeah. had immigrant parents telling us to save your money, save to your money, save work, your money, get and a go job. to school. Yeah, yeah that's what they get they were job, sending get us on the nine to five path. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it because it brought us to where we are now. Yeah, but like. That's not the end goal. That's not the end goal. Yeah. yeah, like they did their job by bring us by bring us here to this country and raising us properly. It is our job now to now learn how to sustain and withstand this economy because mm-hmm. they're not they weren't raised here. We were raised here, right? So we know the the economics. We know what goes on in the city, mm-hmm. and we know the trends. We know what's gonna make money, what's not. We know like because like. I'll give you an example. Someone had like a, a, a car washing business and maybe that business would last here, but in Ethiopia, maybe it wouldn't. Or yeah. like, you know, well, there's certain so, yeah. things that in other places it wouldn't last, but Ethiopia does have lucrative businesses. Yeah. You know, at the same time, you just yeah. have to go and learn your environment. Yeah. We were lucky enough to be raised in this environment. Mm-hmm. So now that we're raised in this environment, we can now establish ourselves and establish a business here mm-hmm. and now take it wherever we go. Yeah. You know? So that's why I feel like you, everyone should be willing to make those sacrifices because there are people that, that, that want to aspire to be like, like entrepreneurs yeah but they're not willing to make the sacrifice yeah they and then now they look down on other people you can't look down on someone that made the sacrifice that you're not willing to yeah you know because there's a lot that goes into what we're doing and it may look easy on the outside but it's it's a lot more complex yeah especially it's trying to juggle it all commitment just commitment sacrifice everyone has dedication. their personal lives yeah dedication everything you know, so I just feel like on, on that note, it's it's a good way to go out. You know, people like you can't you can't want to have something without sacrificing for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone has the same 24 hours. Everyone has the same 24 so hours. So use it wisely. Do with it. Some people sit in comfort at a nine to five. Some people sacrifice their living yeah. to go start a business. You some, choose people, your some people work nine to five and then right after they're they're working their part time, yeah. their their part, their business part time. Yeah. So if you are not, if you say, yeah, well, I have a nine to five and I, uh, you know, I'm comfortable, like, I, I, and I, I need the nine to five in order to pay off my, 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 my bills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Call, kick, fine. That's, that's fine. You, that's you, fine. That took out eight hours of your day. Yeah. What's what are the, the remaining? Rest? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. So you, you have yeah. no excuse. You yeah, can't say, a... oh, I can't because I'm already in this situation. So it's too late for me. But then there's another person that is in the same, if not worse situation, that is still able to pull it off. And they still do it. Yeah. So it's all excuse. You're yes. ex- you're putting, you're fooling yourself. You're not really fooling yeah. nobody else at the end of the day. Episode six. Make sure you follow us on the socials. Free, free game. game. All game. Yes. Make sure you follow us, man. Get that. Make sure you share the podcast episodes as well. Uh, rate us on, on the po- podcast platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all yeah. of that good shit. Apple, Apple Podcast. We're, we're working having, on a special yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working on a special little episode for, for the end of this season. And yeah. then we also got something for, for the second season also. Yep. So stay tuned. Stay you tuned definitely want to stay tuned for that. Yep. All right, y'all. Peace out. Take care.